You're now listening to, you're now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, where we discuss everything erotic and fascinating in the wonderful world of the high-end call girl. Now, here are your hosts, Chantal Etoile and Exotic Vivian. Okay, guys, we've been getting a ton of emails from you asking us to start a private directory, and we listened. Introducing the Sexy Escort Guide's Little Black Book of Introductions. In light of all the chaos post-FASA, we decided to go back to the old school ways of dating and take everything offline. So gentlemen, you may email, text, or message us via our contact form on our website, thesexyescortguide.com. And let us know of your travel plans or if you're looking for someone local and we will connect you to a reputable companion. Ladies, if you would like to get on the companion list, you may also email, text, or contact us via our contact form. Everyone on our list will be thoroughly screened for safety and discretion. The best part of all of this, it's completely free. Our phone number is 657-464-4675. You can text us your details. And our email address is info at thesexyescortguide.com. We We look look forward forward to to introducing you to your next match. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Sexy Escort Guide. I am your host, Chantel, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, the exotic Vivian. Hello, everyone. How are you? I am <laughs> good. How are you doing? I am feeling great. We had a lovely photo shoot today. Yes. Um, yeah, we got a lot of shots done. Shout out to Brianna Moore for yes. being our photographer. Thanks, Brianna. <laughs> hey, girl. I met yeah, her we... for the first time today because I, I know that uh, you guys, she does a lot of, like, you guys shoot a lot for each other, like candids and stuff. So I've always heard mm-hmm. about her, but I've never met her. So today I finally met yep. her. Sweet you got, girl. You, you guys finally met. Yes. Yeah, she's really she's really nice. And uh, we got a lot of nice shots. We've been got some shot of her, too. So mm-hmm. I'm... I'm excited. I'm excited. We 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 shot at like what three locations? Yes, we did. <laughs> no, what's what's even we did the um, most. <laughs> what's even more exciting is finally for the podcast we have photos together instead of oh, yes. instead of merging and they two look amazing. yeah instead of merging our two photos together. So yes. now we officially have photos with each other. Yes, and we're gonna be updating our podcast. Um, uh, album cover or whatever you want to call it, our podcast cover. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm probably going to edit those and try to have those done by the next episode or whatever. But yeah, I'm excited. So uh, today is your turn to give a reason why um, people should hire companions. Well, um, we help you get past the loss of a spouse when you're ready to start dating again. Mm-hmm. Um Talking to a civilian about the death of your wife while you're on a date could make the woman think you're not over your wife and run for the hills. Right. Companions, on the other hand, will listen intently and comfort you in your time of need. I mean, basically, we're like your therapist. Like I've said in in past episodes, like we we're literally here for you. Yeah. Like like you're basically, you know, paying us for our company and we will listen we won't judge you. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't like, like, cause a regular civilian woman would be like, Oh my God, he's not over his wife. Yada, yada, yada. And they will just shut down or run for the hills. Right. Or, you know, just never call you again. Whereas we will let you take all the time you need to, you know, 
get back out there. Yeah. So. And we're a great support system for that. Yes, we are. I mean, because yes, especially are. if you're not ready to date, because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. all I'm all about not wasting women's time. Right. And you, you have a lot of men um, that, you know, I mean, they like, get out of a bad relationship or something. Right. And like, oh, I'm not ready to date. And then they want to do the whole friends with benefits because, you know, they're not ready. Yeah. Like, this is what you have a companion for. Because when you're not mm-hmm. ready, when you're not ready, don't go playing with another woman's emotions. No, just hire hire one of us. We will listen to all your problems, mm-hmm. and we will help you get over the loss of your loved one for sure. Hmm. So, uh, anything else new with you? I mean, you're still in Miami. I am still in Miami. Clearly, <laughs> I'm still Clearly in Miami. that's why we shot today. <laughs> having, I'm just having a blast. It's so much fun. Um, I can't wait to move down here. It's, it's just so much fun, like so many different locations to shoot. I know. Uh, I, I swear, know. people are always asking me, like, "Oh, why don't you post more selfies?" And I'm like, "Of doing what? Like me sitting on my couch all day? Like, no." <laughs> but I'm like in Miami, I feel like I'd have candids like all the time because well, just because so I'll many be places here to shoot, and we'll be that's yeah, true. And we'll be going out a lot more. That's so. true. Yeah. I do. It's really funny though. I do have like the anxiety of like taking photos in public. She does. I she does do. not like people watching her it's while very she's shooting. Awkward. I'm like, ah, uh, you're gonna have to get used to it. Well, because you, because you always have the commentary in the background. Remember um, when we were when I was doing my shoot in February, mm-hmm. the guy was uh, rollerblading by. He was like, yes, queen. I know, I know, <laughs> A gay guy. That was so and, funny. And, it was and then great, even today, it, it today so... our our. And they weren't even our servers like they were just there <laughs> yeah i don't know who people were we had, oh my god we they had, were just there like stuck on us we basically like, asking us questions we ended up I'm having like a, cabana boys we ended up having cabana boys. yeah <laughs> i know and we didn't we didn't even need them <laughs> that's no. funny but uh yeah so just enjoying the time i am uh again going to be on a two-week hiatus at the end of june and then i will reappear somewhere in the world <laughs> awesome awesome and what is going on with you um still have my tours coming up nashville june 18th to the 21st and minneapolis september 6th and 7th i uh i'm taking pre-bookings go on my website i just updated the photo yes, <laughs> on she my did. yes she did uh exoticvivian.com and you can email me at Vivian at exoticvivian.com. So book me. Book yes, us. book her. Okay, so it's your turn to say uh, funny things companions oh, or God. clients say. Oh, God. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. And, <laughs> oh, and two cats. I was going to say in true Chantel fashion, I really don't give two fucks. Um, anyway, so normally I always go for the clients, but this week. This week, I've had it with the companions. I literally Uh-oh. have had it, and this Who is done it. It is like several women over the past like several months. I'm just like tired of it. Um, ladies, seriously, if you're gonna retire, retire. <laughs> just go away. I mean, go. I'm not. I'm not saying that like make you just like Casper and ghost. I'm not saying that you have to like disappear like overnight but seriously announcing your retirement like three six months ahead of time like just retire like you know just be like hey you know I'm as of like pick a date 
and like, I don't know, maybe announce it like two weeks ahead of time and pick a date and then be gone. But this whole milking it for months, book now or you're going to miss me forever. And, I you know. know cause you Marketing know up, and everybody knows what you're well, doing. Because you know what ends up happening. The girls that what? I always notice, the girls that do that, they never actually retire. They oh, ne- they do all and then because it's like oh so many people I got so much love and you know so many people begged me to say I decided to stay a little longer so it's like you kind of just end up like just looking silly just don't do it and on that note it's the same exact thing with with announcing you're leaving Twitter because of all oh, the God. Twitter is so negative. all the girls that are like all the girls that are like oh I'm gonna start deleting people of my Twitter just delete just them, delete them. Like, I don't ever why announce. do you need to announce it to the world I don't just an- I don't announce when I block people I don't announce that I'm deleting people and I mean okay social media is negative we all know that but you have a choice you do not have to respond to the negativity you don't have no, you to don't. do it you can ignore it you don't I mean just since we started this show do you guys have any idea the shit that people say to us trying to bait us? We just choose not to respond to We just to ignore it them. Because it's not, not, it's even not worth, worth it. it. It's like, I mean, somebody said that that our show is like ratchet and like ghetto. And it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, why even like, sure, that's negative. And then but why she followed to me. It? Right. But, <laughs> and then she followed me and started liking all my shit. But, like, but oh, it's like, really? but why would you even respond to that? But I mean, even more than that, just announcing every day. Twitter is so negative. I'm leaving Twitter forever. Bye, everybody. It's like, okay, just leave. Like, you don't need to announce to the world because guess what? The same girls that I see, and it is not one person in particular. It I can count probably about 30 different girls that do this on a weekly basis. Every single week, the same girls, they stay. They haven't gone anywhere. And they still complain weekly about the negativity on social media. Make a decision. Either mm. either just use it for marketing or argue with people, do both, but complaining about it and then not doing anything about it, you're broken record, sweetie. Fix it. Fix your life. Mm. Oh, God. Can we not mention her ever? God. Look, if somebody mentions something that's worth saying something else, I'm going to say it. Mm. <laughs> like, like when someone said something and I was like, Rachel does. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot what it was, but it, it was it warranted me saying was it, it. So it was uh, was it the last episode? I don't know, but make like a Yanla and fix your life. Fix your life, ladies. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not even just about like like me seeing it like I think it more for like your own sanity do it yeah do it for yourself because all you're doing now is attracting more negativity like the trolls love to come out of the woodworks the minute they see that somebody's triggered by something oh they it's like they have nothing better to do with Mm -hmm. their lives and they will just keep pushing your buttons exactly Anyway, let's move on. What's in the news? Uh, This one is from Yahoo News, April 25th, 2018. It's a segment they have called Unfiltered, and they feature different um, things in society. And this one uh, is called Unfiltered Society Treats Sex Workers as Second-Class Citizens. Uh, Following a recent string of deaths by suicide and drug overdose among female adult film actresses, Porn star Ginger Banks has spoken out about the damaging and discriminatory treatment sex workers in the industry regularly face. She believes the issue stems from the stigma society places on sex work and the porn industry. 
She said, when I read comments and articles about sexual assault happening to sex workers, it breaks my heart because a lot of the people say, well, she's a sex worker. She gets fucked for money. Why can't I grab her right now? Which makes no sense. If you're going to run into a UFC fighter on the street, you're not going to punch him in the face and say, that's your job, right? There are people who probably respect drug dealers that shoot and kill people more than they do sex workers, she said. Because sex is so negatively viewed and still by such a large percentage of the country. There are mothers who have had their children taken away from them because they're sex workers. There are banks and other institutions that have shut down sex workers' accounts. We're all just people who want to provide for themselves and their families. Ginger Banks is 27 years old and has worked in the sex industry for eight years. She first found success as a webcam model and most recently having filmed a big-budget XXX feature. She was a chemical engineering student when she made the decision to pursue webcamming full-time, a choice that shocked her father. When my dad found out, he immediately said, is someone forcing you to do this? She recalls, because it's easier to think of that and accept that than it is to realize that your independent, intelligent daughter decided to go into the sex work industry. It took time for banks to get past her shame, when I was lying about my job as a sex worker, that's when I was the most depressed because deep down I knew there was nothing wrong with being a sex worker, but I, I had to hide it and I had to lie to people about my job and that made me feel terrible. With the FOSS SESTA bill signed by President Trump on April 18, 2018, Ginger believes the struggles many sex workers face will only increase. It will also cause many to die. Full service at a higher risk of being murdered due to their job, explains Ginger. And taking away their resources to screen through violent clients is just going to make that worse. Ginger also feels that the new law will hurt those who are involuntarily trafficked into the industry. If we make it safe for people to do sex work, she asserts, we're going to, make, we're going to be making it safer for these people to come forward who are being forced into this industry. Ultimately, Ginger wants sex workers to be treated fairly and with respect. She said, my goal in life is to help change the stigma surrounding sex workers. We're just like any other part of society, she says. It's important to see us as people because that's what we are. I uh, decided to pick this article simply because I wanted to just circle back to the whole <laughs> foster sister thing. Because I feel like people were screaming, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, you know, when it happened. And then now crickets. But people are still panicking. But, you know, there, I just want you to know that there are people out there going in the media, brave girls like Ginger Banks, mm -hmm. going in the media and fighting for our rights, ladies. So never worry. And then I was listening to a podcast today. Wow, surprise. <laughs> Not uh, surprised. <laughs> and uh, it was actually on e-commerce. I was lis I listening to an e-commerce podcast and the guy was talking about um, uh, Section 230. And I was like, wait, what? And then he was saying, yeah, it's affecting um, our businesses now. Oh, the it CDA Act. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he, he was like, it was supposed to stop sex trafficking, but now it's rolled over to all websites. Oh, my because God. Because now we have to be. Yep. It literally said saying, this would happen. Yep. And he's saying that he, he really feels that the, the bigger companies are going to start lobbying because they're not going to stand for this because now it's affecting mainstream businesses yeah because so because my whole thing i told you guys this is not gonna last no like, like just hang in my, there people are fighting for my us. whole thing is that they attack the sex industry because it's the easiest to go after it's the easiest way to brainwash 
the general population to think that this is what we need to do. Vote for this because, you know, we're protecting we're protecting the trafficking victims. And it's like, no, you morons. What you don't realize you're doing is they're slowly trying to take away your rights by attacking mm-hmm. another segment. And you don't even realize it. And they're not going to exactly. realize it until, until it's, it's too late. late. And I'm like, literally, watch The Fucking Handmaid's Tale. If you've not watched The Handmaid's Tale, everybody... I actually haven't because, I don't know, it seemed too Mormonish for me and I just couldn't... No, it, it's, what is it, it about? is not Mormonish. It literally is about... I just saw the girls in their weird little hats and I was like, no. <laughs> because, so, it, it was kind of like what we're going through now. And it's based on a book from the, I think, from the 80s. And it mm-hmm. literally is what we're going through right now. But basically, the government was slowly chipping away at our rights. And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, they like the entire population was like it's under this like weird government control. So all the girls in the weird hats, they're like basically the uh, the breeders. They're they're the women. Wow. They're the women that are still healthy enough to have children. So they're they're having the children for the wealthy people. And I mean, so it's like a little bit of a weird story, but the whole background, like other than like them being forced to like have children, the whole, well, but the whole background of the government coming in and slowly taking away people's rights. And they didn't realize it until it was too late. And then now it was too late to, to reverse anything. Art imitates life. It literally, I mean, I really feel like that is what's happening right now. And I'm like, people, I need you guys to wake up, stop, falling for this whole victim trafficking bullshit that is like, I mean, it's a problem, but it's not the problem that our government is making it seem like, I mean, I saw on, um, I saw on Facebook like a couple of weeks ago, somebody literally said there's a huge trafficking problem in Tampa, in Tampa. What? Like guys there, no, that, that, no, it is not, <laughs> it is not like, am and are there probably trafficked people in Tampa? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know those people. But to say it's a huge problem, like there's like some public health crisis out there that there's all these women being like taken off the street and forced into sex slavery, like that, that is just not true. And you're hurting the real victims more than anything because exactly. their voices are not being heard. They're not being found because, again, people think they think consensual sex work equals trafficking now because of the way the media has painted everything. And I mean, and I admire Ginger Banks for coming out and I, I understand how she feels because um, like I did, I told you Vivian, I came out to my brother a couple months ago and uh, before I, before I left (laughs) to go overseas, I was like, just in case something happens, I need somebody to explain to mom. (laughs) about my life just in case you never know you know like just in case I got like detained or something like that right so uh so I I told my brother he was very understanding he I mean obviously he was concerned about my safety um but when I explained to him how how our industry is and all the different tools that I have at my disposal to make sure I'm as safe as possible he was like oh I didn't you know I, I didn't know anything about that and so once I like you know I mean he wasn't judgmental at all but I just, you know, sat down and I told him, I said, hey, look, I said, I figure mom might know. And he's like, well, I didn't think you're flying around the country for nothing. <laughs> but they always just assumed I had like one or two sugar daddies, you know, but he didn't know mm-hmm. that I had like a website, all this stuff. Um, but yeah, he was he was very supportive. And the just 
the amount of weight that was lifted, like I understood what she was saying when she felt depressed because she had to lie Yeah. because I don't feel like there's anything that I'm doing wrong. I'm a very honest person. I do my job. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't steal from people. I don't cheat on people. You know, everything I do is very open and honest in, in, in running my business. I pay my taxes. So, you know, there's nothing that I'm doing that's actually wrong or morally wrong in my eyes. Exactly. So it, it is a little sad and depressing. You got you to gotta love supportive family. You do. And, I, and, you know, I know a lot of women do not have that kind of support. So I will say that I am very, very privileged when it comes to that because uh, my my older sister also knows. So she and my brother know. Nice. And they're, they kind of have the family secret now. <laughs> so they're all, so they're always <laughs> constantly checking in on me, you know, like, um, like they know I'm in Miami right now and they're like, Hey, you know, everything. Okay. You know, just kind of keep in touch. Let us know you're doing, you know, you're doing well. And it's just kind of nice to have that, you know, that family support outside of your friends for sure. It is. Or, you know, like just, it's nice to have support outside of the industry. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. you should definitely have friends in the industry, but it's nice to have the support also, you right. know, whether it be loved ones, friends, you know, and stuff like that. I that's that's amazing. And you know, and also it's like one person at a time we can mm-hmm. help open people's eyes in our industry because now mm-hmm. I mean, I, I my brother isn't really judgmental but I don't know if he judged sex workers before. I have no idea. But now that he knows that his sister is a full-fledged sex worker and that I'm a normal person, I'm a human being, I have rights, I am hoping if he did have any sort of judgmental thoughts before, he'll. Th- I know he will think twice before just thinking somebody's like, oh, they just, you know, like most people think we're just like, in some room in a bed starfished all day just waiting just lying waiting for the guys lined up outside i'm like that is mm-hmm. not how that is not how starfished what the fuck starfished yes you don't know what that means <laughs> face down ass up no that's face down ass up starfish is like literally you're just laying on your back with your legs open oh and your arm your arms out legs open just like you know, here, ravish me. Yeah, just like here, <laughs> here I am, legs open. You've never heard that. I use it all the time. Mm, but that, but no. that is, it's sad. That is what a lot of people think. And I, and I told my brother, I was like, I'm like, you do know that I don't really work that much, right? Like going out on dates. I'm like, I'm very selective. I don't go out like on that many dates, like even like per week. I, I just personally like to be low. I have a lot of shit going on, so I'm low volume anyway. Um, but mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, you really think that if that's the kind of business I was running, that I would be? I'm like, I'm always at like every family function. Mm-hmm. If you need me to like do something for the family last minute, I'm like always there. I'm like, you don't think that I have this amount of time because I'm like laying in the bed starfish all day. He's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. And I was like, yeah, like, see, it's like, it's the way the media presents us that yep. that show that makes people think that we're locked up in rooms all day, or out on a corner, walking the street at a truck you know, stop, jerking people off in cars. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I actually go out on dates and you know go to dinner and fly places and you know whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. 
Anywho, so I just I thought that was a great um It was article. it was and a good just article. just to also, you know, remind the ladies that there are people out there going to bat for us. So just they, hang in there, you know. But don't give you up. also you should also be, you know, racking your brains and coming up with different ways to, you know, monetize and you know, make money in different streams, which like we said, we're going to actually be doing an episode where we'll give you ideas on how to make money outside of being a companion. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, we have we literally have like a long list of show topics. I know. So it's, it's, coming. it's, coming. it's, it's coming. coming for sure. All right. Okay. So uh, Femme Fatale. Mm-hmm. And now. Here's your Femme Fatale of the Week. Our Femme Fatale this week is Olivia St. Laurent in Montreal, our very first Canadian Femme Fatale. International, y'all. Yes, I have always wanted to visit Montreal. I love Montreal. Montreal is beautiful. Um, I have some friends out there. I go all the time. It's, it's awesome. I love the <sighs> well, French. Well, I, need, I need to get there. <laughs> uh, well you've been to australia and hong kong so they're I there know, but like i said like i like literally the entire like continent of north america i just haven't i've been around that's the world. just crazy that's just crazy i, know, I don't I understand know, i know but she is a gorgeous babe she um, sure is you guys can follow her and should follow her on twitter at olivia st laurent and that's o-l-i-v-i-a-s-t L-A-U-R-E-N-T. Nice. So, uh, date idea. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> so, uh, I've never been to Vancouver. And I'm sure you haven't since you haven't been to Montreal. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've already established this. <laughs> I've always wanted to visit. So, I was thinking that a lovely Vancouver Canadian gentleman could fly me, Chantel, and Miss St. Laurent over to Vancouver and uh, give us the sightseeing, give us the tour of your land. And then we can go to dinner and, you know, naughty things. Hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So is Vancouver like really cold? Only in the winter. Only in the winter. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so I have this, I have this favorite ice wine. And they have a winery up in Canada that I've been dying to go to. But I don't know if it's Vancouver or not. I have to look that up and see where it is. It might be. Because we can add that to the date idea. Not that I'm nice. trying to, not that I'm trying You're to take your job. You're always trying to hijack my shit. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you do it then? Since you're always trying to hijack I'm my shit. I'm not good at it. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of it. You know what? I quit this show. <laughs> I'm done. Done with you. No, it's just, you know, it's just, just one of those kidding. things. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I know there's a winery up there somewhere. So I'm we can. trying to jack my shit. No, I'm, di- I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing in one, one little thing that. <laughs> one insy beatsy One thing. little thing that Chantel really wants to do. <laughs> I like wine, so it's please, fine. We can do that please, too. Please, sir. <laughs> Please, we have would you more? would you like some ice wine? Yes, I would actually. I love ice wine. <laughs> if anybody wants to send me a bottle, let me know. I'll send you the link to my favorite one. <laughs> or you could just announce it now, and then someone could email you and be like, "Oh my hey. god, okay." So I would, but then I totally just forgot. But uh, I, uh, so I you're full of shit. Is no, what no, you're no, saying. The, Got it. No, the the winery is uh, in a skillet, but I can't remember 
which one because they have a couple different ones but this one in particular Uh. that um it's red and god damn it i can't remember the name right now Anyway, mm-hmm. I know they I know mm-hmm. they do serve it at Burns in the dessert room. So just okay. saying, guys, I haven't been to Burns since uh, in a couple months. I think it's time for me to go back. Let's do it. Ew. Okay, so fan questions. Gosh, we're like trying to get through these. But I yes, feel like sorry, guys. I feel like every t- every time we answer, like a gazillion more pop up. Yes, okay, but that's okay. Keep them coming. We love it. Yeah, please keep them coming. Just don't get impatient with us. Yeah, if we don't answer it right away we're because trying. we have like a million things going on. Yes. Okay. So uh, the first question or the first. I'm just going to read it. Okay. <laughs> I, I love the podcast, exclamation mark. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, I've listened to every episode. Wow. Thank you again. Thank you, yes. Uh, it's a lot of episodes this, now. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate the support. This is 17, so yes. we're getting there. Oh, my God. We should do something for our 25th anniversary. But anyways, I think we should do that brunch we're talking about. Anyways, oh, yes, you should. Um, uh, as a new provider in the wake of FOSTA says that the podcast has helped a lot. Well, I'm glad. Especially episode nine. What was episode nine about? <laughs> I, I used to know. I know, I used I know, to know 10 was things. time wasters. I know 10 was 10 ways to know it's a time waster. I don't remember what nine was. That's sad. I, I mean, I, oh, I like. I, hold on. Let me go look right now. I mean, this is sad. Well, <laughs> we haven't even had that many no, shows. Do you, do you remember? No, do you remember like uh, like the first like what, seven, eight episodes? Like I used to know. Like, I remembered everything we said verbatim. Now I'm like, I don't know what I talk about anymore. <laughs> yeah, you you are obsessed with us just a little bit. Okay, well, don't forget, I edit, yeah. I edit the show, so I, oh, yeah, I have to true. listen to everything. I, I mean, I only produce it. Oh, no, the, uh, <laughs> episode nine was the legal ramifications. Remember the oh, no. interview with the uh, with uh, with the attorney? Why is it not popping up here? I don't know. I'm looking. This is, I, this is all like all mixed up. There it I'm is. Literally yeah, the legal ramification it. <laughs> I'm literally looking okay. at it. I'm literally looking at it. Yes. Oh, well, I'm glad. So I'm glad we had um, uh, the attorney on. Yes. Yes. I'm glad that's helping ladies. But yeah. anyway, back yeah. on track. We need to get back on track. Thank you so much to Mr. Fadarasi for, <laughs> you know, coming on the show and helping us out. All right. So moving back to the. To yes. The back question, to the emails. I really enjoy the tips you guys share on how to look more professional and attract the right clients. I have a few questions that maybe you can help me out with. I've been a stripper for a few years and I'm slowly transitioning into escorting. I have short 4B natural hair. For those who don't know, that means very kinky afro mm-hmm. uh, texture. And I mostly wear braids or twists. I haven't seen any escorts who wear braids or twists. Would you suggest wigs or sew-in to look more high-end? Uh, and then two, since since the board who will never be mentioned never. Is, no, is, is no longer available and P4on1 isn't accepting new joiners. That sucks. Is there Are there any other platforms that I can use to screen and be reviewed? And three, I have no professional photos. I don't use a web designer. Could you give me a quick review of my website if possible? Thank you. I did look at her website and I, I responded to her. Your website looks very nice. Mm-hmm. It's clean. Yep. It looks professional. Like whoever shot those photos, thank them very much and keep using them. Yeah. You don't you don't have to hire like a super expensive photographer when you start out, but you need to know the look. Right, if right. You, if you can if you can find a way to duplicate the look of high end for cheap, then go for it. Because you don't need to like go spend a thousand 
to however many thousands of dollars just to, you know, take some photos. No, when you're starting out, look at the look and try to duplicate it. And then mm-hmm. once, once you get to that level where you can actually afford a, a high end photographer, then you can, um, you can hire one. I mean, Although, we were, we're actually, we were, we're just talking, be, we were just talking yeah. about that today that, um, when we were taking just our candidates for each other, just pick nice locations around your area. Yeah. And you can, you can trust me. Like we were shooting on our good cell lighting. phones. Yeah, good, good light, lighting. Good natural like, lighting. Look at all the photographers that you admire and just look at how they shoot and try to shoot like just, that. And we were actually talking just about Just make this. sure your friend knows like, well, yeah. one, you should practice in the mirror on posing mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. make sure your friend knows how to get like good, angles and stuff like that and mm-hmm. not and not just like sitting there just like pressing a button and your phone yeah. is blurry but other than that like you don't like when you're starting out you don't need to do all the extra stuff like I promise you you'll be and fine. we're actually gonna be um you know offering to new ladies getting into the business uh photo and video shoots that's coming up soon and also we're, do- we're doing a lot of things and some web design so yeah. Bear with us as we get our wits about us. But if you're interested in that service, feel free to email the show info at thesexyescortguide.com and we will plan your shoot from start to finish, your outfits, everything. So email us and then we can actually start, you know, pre-booking and getting everybody together. All right. So so your number one question about your hair. It really doesn't matter. I mean, I wear wigs. Chantel wears wigs. Yes. <laughs> but we, we do it for discretion reasons. Yeah. Well, I also do it because I'm kind of lazy, too. I don't really well, like and then, well, fussing with my hair. Well, and I live in Florida. Um, well, we live in Florida. And uh, humidity. Florida humidity. Like, I, like, if I'm going to a nice restaurant, like Burns, for instance, I am mm-hmm. going to wear my wig because there's nothing worse than, like, you, like, you are dressed to the nine and you look mm-hmm. like a total knockout and then your hair and then is your hair is and go- doing yeah, no. something else so yeah, I'll, no. I'll wear i'll definitely wear yeah. a wig if i'm going to high end and you know i want to make sure that my look is very sleek and on point because you know yeah they're spending that kind of that kind of money they don't need to yeah you want you want to you want to perfect the look but yeah thank god for the wigs because especially the lace front wigs oh yeah because they like make life easy they like do. i don't always have to like do my hair but I've actually worn box braids before. Like uh, when I went on vacation uh, with one of my clients, I wore box braids and he loved it. As a matter of fact, for some reason, guys like to see you au natural. They really do. They really and, do. And I'm like, hell no, because I still want to look good. <laughs> okay, so Vivian makes... I'm like, keep your thoughts to yourself because I'm still going to uh, wear this uh, extensions, my weaves, my mm-hmm. wigs. But they're like, no, I love, I want to see you your natural. real hair and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, you're asking for too well, much. So here's the funny thing. Vivian always makes fun of me because I can't braid or anything. So, uh, so I usually, if I don't want to deal with like my hair frizzing, um, because I, ha- I don't, I can't tell you what, texture my hair is for b for c for a five ten i don't know um but it gets frizzy so i do wear my hair up in buns a lot so if i'm not going yeah if i'm not going out to dinner yeah yeah, i will because uh well my natural hair is kind of a little bit long so i Mm -hmm. can i can wear my hair in a top bun and it looks nice and full and everything and Mm -hmm. um so as long as 
I, you know, I gel it up real nice. It'll look like a nice, nice little bun. And then I'll go out of my dates like that too, if I don't wear a wig. So no, but seriously, you can wear wigs. If you mm-hmm. want to wear, um, she says she normally wears braids and what twists twists. Yeah. You can wear those things. Like actually it'll give you a variety in your looks it when will. you're shooting. Mm-hmm. So you, you can, this is what you should do. Test your looks. Try it with braids. Do a shoot with braids. Do a shoot with your um, twist and do a shoot with wigs. The picture that gets the most bites, that's the look that you need to go for. And then in your real life, you can do whatever the hell you want. You know, so right. but but don't think that, you know, you have to look like everybody else because a lot of guys love authenticity. They do. You know, they, they do. They lo- I had a guy request that I wear cornrows to an appointment. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, squeeze me. I feel <laughs> like, like I don't. He was like, I just love cornrows. And I'm like, oh. I wouldn't even know. Like, I'd be like, I, one, I can't do it. Well, there are people you hire for these things, Chantel. Oh, uh, well, then they're. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is a pain in the ass. I don't know if I have time oh, for that. Oh, jeez Louise. Okay. And then number, uh, the last one, which was really number two, but we already answered number three. She asked about, uh, she said, since the, uh, since this, since the website who will never be named is no longer available and P401 isn't accepting new joiners. Are there any other platforms I can use to screen and be reviewed? Yes, there are. Email us. Yeah. So I can tell you, or actually I can probably respond to your email, but email me in case I forget. Uh, info at the sexy escort guy.com. As far as being reviewed, you don't need it. You girl. don't want it. Trust me. You don't need it. Twitter is your review. So just stay active on Twitter. Interact with other girls. Shout out other girls. Post and selfies. Shout you back out. Post selfies. As a matter of post fact, videos. As a matter of fact, at me, because I don't even, I don't, I don't see your Twitter information on here. I'm not sure. Was this on Twitter that she, I think she sent this no, to the podcast. to the email. Yeah. So, uh, just at me and I will retweet your stuff and follow you. And like, we will we'll help you, you out. Up. We'll help you, you know? out. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. Twitter is your review. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and maybe if you can get one of your clients to, you know, text you a little snippet, like I've screen caps, like rants and raves. My, my clients were raving about me and stuff. I've screen capped it. Of course I block out their information and posted it on Twitter. So people can see that, Guys are, you know, obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, but no, no, no. I mean, some are a little obsessed, which it's fine. But um, yeah, you, you can do stuff like that. But if you stay active on Twitter, that's your review. You don't need reviews, especially not in America with all this stuff. You, you don't, don't want anything want incriminating. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want them. You don't right. need them. Okay, next question. Uh, Okay, from Twitter. Hi, ladies. Huge fan, huge fan here. Thank you. Hopefully, it's kosher to suggest a potential topic for y'all. Boundaries. How to establish them as an escort and how to follow them as a client. Would love to hear your thoughts on the topic. Much love and keep up the great work. Um, how to step. Well, first, you have to decide what your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, everybody, everybody has different boundaries. There are things, mm-hmm. there are things that I would not ever in this entire fucking universe allow people to cross with me that other ladies, it is totally fine with them. You, mm-hmm. you have to know what you enjoy, what you like, and then you set your own tone. You set your own boundaries. Don't listen to everything that everybody says on Twitter. Like, like they're like, I know, like, let's say just an initial boundary of contacting, right? 
there are some ladies who don't want phone calls, but they prefer text messages. I don't want either, you know, but I'm not going to sit there and tell other people what they should do. If you read my website, you like, if you find my phone number and you text me, my first question is how the fuck did you find my phone number? Because my phone number isn't published anywhere, right? So to me that like, if you went out on your ad, no, maybe? I do not have my phone number published anywhere. So if you went out like, and if you didn't like, if you didn't get an email from me with my phone number and the signature, then I'm like, really, where did you find my phone number? I know one of those scraper sites probably still has it somewhere out there, but I've made sure that it's mm-hmm. been removed as much as possible. But oh, long story short, that that's like one of the things I do not like. You do not initially contact me via text message and I don't know who you are. I don't know anything um, like clients who use me for screening and they will give out my number to a lady and have her text me. I do not do screening via text message because I cannot identify her. You need to send me an email from your email that's like on your ad or something like that where I know mm-hmm. I know that you're a provider and not like a cop or something, right? Because I do this to stay safe. So we all have different boundaries. You just need to figure out what your boundaries are and set them. And if somebody tries to cross them, you have to stand up for yourself. Nip it, Nip in, it the in the bud right don't away. Don't ever let them kind of sort of cross it because once they cross mm-hmm. it, it's hard to push them back. And then, yep. And then it's just be, it becomes a whole mess. So just don't do it. Yeah. So and then um, I saw a thread on Twitter about um, a girl whose client fell in love with her, or so he thought he did, and then kept trying to, you know, go there with her, and she just kept, you know, trying to be nice and and ignore it. But eventually, she had to say, "Look, this is my job." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not in love with you. You're only in love with a fantasy because you don't even know my real name. Right. You don't know anything about me. And it was like a whole thread. It was beautifully written. I forget I her name. I think I remember um, seeing that. Yeah. And, you know, that's another boundary. You know, guys, remember, we are a fantasy. Mm-hmm. This is why this is why you come, you hang out with us, you create great memories together. And a lot of people want to keep those memories going. So they keep seeing you, which is great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you start crossing lines, you know, guys asking you for your real name or, you know, guys trying to find out real information on you, that's not cool. You know, respect our privacy the same way we respect yours. Yes, we have your real name and all that good stuff, but we use we don't use it for anything except to screen exactly. you and that's it. And, I, I, you know, you don't, we don't come show up at your house or, you know try to figure out who your family is or what your wife's name is or who your daughters are. Like, we don't do that unless you share that with us. And even then we still keep it professional. Mm -hmm. Like we don't, we don't cross those lines. So ladies, if a guy tries to cross that line, nip it right away. Don't even try to sideways it. Don't try to, you know, sugarcoat it. Don't try to sidestep it and be politically correct. Nip it in the butt. Say, Hey, this is not cool with me you're crossing a boundary that I don't want to cross. And they will hop right back over that line because if you let them, they'll, they'll go there. They're going to keep pushing until they see how far they can go. And you know, what? just, just like, children. And, and one of the, <laughs> one of the worst things, which is just something that I feel society uh, does to women in general is try to make us feel bad about our boundaries by saying that, Oh, you're being a bitch. 
the minute that somebody says that you're being a bitch or whatever other name they want to call mm-hmm. you, that's because they're trying to break down that boundary that they're mm-hmm. before they cross it, they're going to try to break you down. And then they're going to, they're mm-hmm. not just going to cross it. They're going to leap all the way the fuck over it. And then, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, listen, my six inch heel, I'm going to shove it up your asshole. If you don't step back across that line. <laughs> so you just, you just have to just make sure you listen to what pe- the things that people say They'll try to break your boundaries yep. that way. Like, so just be careful, but you have to set your own boundaries. There's no, no you two do. people are the same. So, but just know what they are. So that way, if someone tries to cross it, you exactly. can be like, uh, get the fuck back over And, there. and you know, you. sometimes it's okay to not know every boundary that you may have. Cause I would say that, but the minute you realize, you realize that realize it's a boundary, it, exactly. Stop. Exactly. <laughs> like, so it, so don't ever feel bad if you like, I know there are times where I was like, I didn't think that this would be something I'd be like, absolutely not. But in the moment I was like, you know, I don't really like this. This isn't, this isn't anything for me. And then I'm like, Hey, this isn't what I want to do. And so, you know, so and if, if the guy will respect you or you can, you know, not see him anymore. Exactly. It's, It's not even, it's not that deep. Um, as uh, Dr. Julie said, there are plenty of guys out there who will be horny. Again. Exactly. <laughs> There's no Anyways, shortage. Okay. Nope, there isn't. So last question of the episode. No, there's another one. This. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. Next. The second to the last question of the episode. Uh, this is from Twitter, Miss Femi. Uh, she actually shouted out the show on Mother's Day because she was listening to us while she was at brunch. Oh, that, that was, was her. Yes. Hey, girl. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks for the love. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you were able to um, have us with you for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day or belated. Uh, hey, ladies. Love the podcast, by the way. Thank you. I've been meaning to ask this. I understand we sell our time. So how does one discuss fetishes, role play, the alphabet that men want? I don't do the alphabet because I'm a lady. Also, please talk about safe sex using condoms because in my civilian life, men don't want to use them either. Well, that's because civilian life. See, this is this is what I will say. I will say over and over and over again. Every single time the conversation about legalizing sex work comes up, some idiot is always like, legalize it so that you can tax them and regulate it so that they can have mandatory screening. And I'm like, sex workers are not the ones that you need to be worried about, about screening. Mm-hmm. We are not a public health crisis. The people who are public health crisis are the civilians out there making girls think, oh, you're the only one I'm with. Oh, you can. Yeah, you know, I want monogamy. I want monogamy. I'm like, do you know how many guys that I know that are in my inbox on a daily basis in my personal life that have significant others babies on the way babies just born getting married mm-hmm. and if i if i let them they would be at my house right now fucking me with no condom on and they would go back home to their pregnant girlfriend and fuck them and i'm like that this is civilian life it is not sex workers mm-hmm. god i hate people sometimes <laughs> <laughs> oh wow Ignorance. okay so so she answered that, but as far as the alphabet and, you know, what men want and all that stuff, we talked about this on the last show. Uh, you have to see them one time first to see if you like them and you guys mesh. Mm-hmm. And then on your second meeting, you guys can talk about, you know, more fantasy stuff and fetish and role yeah, play. So you you should never talk. Yeah, you should never talk about that on your first date, you know. 
civilians don't fuck on the first day, we don't talk about <laughs> fetishes on the first day. And I don't, I mean, I honestly, I don't have an alphabet at all. Like, no, like, and this was also another thread on Twitter where guys were like, so how will we know what she's offering? I'm like, you, don't. If you cannot <laughs> go for if you cannot go for a second date and figure it out, then then this business. Oh my is not god, for you go to Amsterdam. That, that thread. Go to the brothel. That thread was comical, ridiculous. Now, it was great because uh, I forget her name who started the thread, but every reply, every time a guy would say that, she was she yeah. was just say you'll like, you'll be happy. You're leave sure with thing. the smile. You'll be happy. <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Like oh, so how do I know what she offers, dude? Just go out with her the first time. Mm-hmm. And then once you guys are comfortable with each other, the second time you can bring up all the stuff you want to bring up, but you are not going to bring it up on the first time. It's incriminating. She doesn't know you. You could be some like serial killer. She doesn't know who well, you one are. Of the, one of the guys uh, said, um, you know, some of them don't have a large amount of disposable income. So, oh, so well, they, then this is, this is, this is a luxury so they, so product. When so this is not the business right, for but you. He, but he was saying like, so when he's looking for a lady, he's looking for specific things. And I'm like, listen, then, oh, well, this is not the business you, for you. You need to, you need to save up then. I, I can, or go to go to go to Nevada and go to a save up to go to Nevada or save up to have multiple dates with somebody because I get I really get tired of this because I mean really you, you can't you can't like shel- uh, shelve like seven hundred to a thousand dollars to see a lady no, well, because that would be two days. No, right so there. here's the thing, right? You have some guys, right? Like I remember there was a guy that wanted me to like lower. <laughs> I mean, this is just comical, but he wanted me mm. to like lower my rates to like $200 for him. And he would see me more often. And I was like, ah, and, I, and was, I would ask him to prepay for all the dates, but <laughs> no, so Since I'm giving you a discount. I'm going to need you to prepay in advance. Well, no, well, so, of course they're never going to do course it. Not, but I mean, that wasn't going to happen anyway, but his whole thing was like, basically like, let's say he had a thousand dollars a month to spend. He wanted mm-hmm. to be able to have as many dates as possible within his thousand dollars. And I'm like, you know, I'm getting really sick and tired of men doing that. If you if you can only afford a thousand dollars and you need to have a couple dates to make sure that, you know, the woman can provide what you're looking for, then you need to save up. You need to skip a couple weeks of seeing someone and save up. You don't have to see and someone, like I like said- control yourself. Fucking control this is your a, pecker, dude. A, again, this is a luxury it business. Is luxury. This is not a this is not a necessity. This is not food, shelter, and, and no. water. This is a luxury business. You don't go into the Bentley dealership telling them, oh, well, if you give it to me for a discount, I promise I'll keep buying more Bentleys. No, they will literally call security, kick you mm-hmm. out. Like you don't do that with, with, with these dealerships. So and those are those are also luxury items. We are a luxury we item. Are. If you cannot afford us. Then either save up or you know find someone you can afford. And we're not or and go to a brothel. And we're not even talking. We're never going to discuss a menu. But, this is no. But we're not even talking about like like being like a high end companion. Like a companion at any rate is a luxury. 
That's what I said. Well, I mean, some people might this think is, that, I said it's not fu- it's not food, shelter, no, and water. But, I mean, but luxury. you know, some people think that you know they that we might only be referring to like more expensive, but it doesn't matter. No, no. It doesn't matter the price range. We are all a luxury in general. You don't you don't need us to survive. From fifty dollars an hour, you want us? We to ten thousand an want. hour. We are luxury. Yeah, we are a want, not a exactly. Need. So you know. Get your priorities in order. If you really want to hang out with us, then you need to save up or go see someone that you can afford. And, and I know, I know, there was like that one thing, that one huge uh, drama on Twitter when a girl was like, she gets offended when a guy says he saved up. Like, I don't mind if a guy saved up to see me. If you saved up to have me if neither. You saved up to have a six-hour overnight date with me or whatever date with me. I am not offended by that. I would rather you save up to yeah. see me than to be like, oh, well, can you lower your rate to 200 so I can see you weekly? Like, uh, no, we can see each other once a month for 800 Like, I don't understand. Exactly. Like, I have an $800 price range somewhere in there. I don't, I don't understand. Why would I, why would I need to go through all that work of getting dressed and everything. I mean, that's a lot of time and effort when you're talking about a one, cause I mean, I wouldn't see you for longer than an hour, but I wouldn't see you for $200 period. But let's say that I did. That's a lot of effort to go through to see you on a weekly basis for $200. Like I'm not going to do it. So I would, I would no. rather stop, you stop trying to force girls to lower to, their rates. You know, I would rather you save for up. you. I would, like what? Yeah. You you need to raise raise yourself to our level. Stop asking us to lower ourselves for you. Know, you. What no happened? Thanks. Everybody needs to remember everything in moderation. Even good things. Exactly. Even good things in moderation. Like, don't you think that every week would, it would kind of get stale at some point? Hey, if somebody wanted to see me every week, please. I mean, be my guest. I, I, can, <laughs> I can assure you that if you're trying to see me every week at $200, I'm going to be mechanical. Well, that's not going to Exactly. Happen. Like, I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to be Chantel. I don't know what I'm going to be, but it wouldn't be that. So stop asking because you wouldn't even want the service that I would give you as at that rate i starfish mm, mm, mm. starfish <laughs> oh god starfish anyway you know you know the butthole is called starfish is it that's why i thought it was face down ass up oh right? no no you learn something no, new every day no well i just mean like the fact of laying there like literally how starfish just kind of i know there. what yeah. you meant i'm just saying <laughs> That's that's what I was thinking. Anyway, before. moving on to the last last question, the actual yes, last actual question. last question. Uh, <laughs> hi, I just listened to episode fifteen and had a question in the segment for funny things that clients slash ladies do. Chantal had mentioned for fly me to you dates. She takes the gentleman's lead. My question is: when dealing with with a date where someone flies you out, how did the logistics of booking the flight work? As in, do you give the client your real name after screening so they can book the flight? Do you have them send a gift card and you book yourself, et cetera? I love the podcast and keep up the fantastic work. I prefer I prefer you do not use my name in the podcast. Thanks, ladies. So, of course, we won't use your name. Um, so, I guess she's asking this question to me since I said it. Um, I can answer it, too. Well, I mean, okay. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer specifically what I meant when I say I take a gentleman's lead. You can obviously answer the question, but <laughs> there you tell me I can't answer. She said what I, what I said specifically, what I meant, um, when I take a gentleman's lead, it depends on 
what like what they're looking for. If they are flying me to them, um, then no, I'm not giving them my information. They they send me no, they send so me many the money. Ways. I they can either send me an airline gift card or they can send me um they can you know pay through one of my methods of payments that I use and then I will book the flight myself because they don't need to know my real name. Um, if we're traveling together, um, and they're booking our accommodations together that personally for me, I only reserve that to gentlemen that I have met before, um, or else I'm not going to fly with you. Um, I, I usually don't do that. Um, that guy in particular that I was speaking of on the um, previous episode, he was a total time waster anyway, but I go through a lot of steps before I would give someone my real name to book for my flight accommodations. So when I say I take the gentleman's lead, it all depends on the, the gentleman, the situation, <laughs> just every, there's a lot involved. So I apologize if I wasn't so clear about that before, but it's too much involved. Like every situation is different. So I can't just kind of mm-hmm. answer in one, but airline gift cards are always great. They show up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have, I flown t- uh, overseas with a guy once I went to London uh, two summers ago and, but we had been seeing each other for quite some time and um, it was actually booked through uh, his, uh, his job was handling the, the travel so mm-hmm. I didn't really have much of a choice but to give him my real name. I mean, I do have clients that actually know my yeah. real name, but that those are clients that I've known for many years. Yeah. Mr. Valentine, he knows my yeah. name. Yeah. So I mean, it all I mean, it all depends. I mean, I, I had I didn't know this guy hey, for boo. years, but we had been seeing each other for several months, um, like doing weekly flying back and forth to his state. He didn't even live in Florida, um, so mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of flying back and forth, and it, you know, it just. It got to a point where, you know, I would get carded at a restaurant. <laughs> and then, of mm-hmm. course, somebody, I, I feel like they know that I'm an escort or something. Yeah, and they're just trying to out and and, and they'll be like, oh, thank you, Mrs., you know, whatever my last name is. And it's like, dude, really? Like, really? <laughs> like, you could have just said thank you and hand me my ID back. <laughs> exactly. Like, was that necessary? So sometimes, sometimes I've been outed by by service people. Um, so it just, it all depends. So every situation is unique. Indeedio. Okay, so now we're going to get to the nitty gritty of the situation. This is going to be hilarious. I'm just going to let this... you guys know, if you do not enjoy my laughter, turn it off right now because I am going to be <laughs> cracking the fuck up because I can't help it. Uh, so... But this needed to be done. It just, did. So, just so you guys know. So today, we're going to be talking about an extremely important topic, hygiene. Yeah, we, we have heard too many horror <laughs> stories about poor hygiene from both clients and companions. We have our own as well. And we decided to make this show this, uh, this a show topic because poor hygiene can kill a mood quicker than anything. And Lord, is that true? It is. So here are some personal hygiene tips, especially for the guys on how to properly prepare for your date. Vivian even blogs about this and you can find it on her on her website at exoticvivian.com uh, slash blog. Vivian, would you okay. like would you love to start this yes. one? <laughs> yes. 
Okay, this is one of my uh, pet peeves. Actually, it's her major pet peeve. A pet peeve. Uncleanliness is a pet peeve. My everybody, everybody that knows me in my personal life knows that I'm like a clean freak. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do, you know, nasty. I don't do unhygienic. Anyways, so let's start with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the freshness of your breath is the ambassador of your words. You could be whispering the sweetest things into someone's ear, but if your breath smells like you just gargled sewer water, <laughs> it's going to be a turnoff no matter what. Sewer water. <laughs> yes, sewer water. <sighs> Most men love to kiss, wouldn't you agree? Yes, they do. God. Yes. yes. So it would behoove you to make sure that the lady wants to kiss you mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. And this goes for everybody, civilians, clients, oh, all Yes. <laughs> Please. Your mouth needs to be clean if you like sticking your tongue down women's throats because it's just gross if your mouth is dirty. And I'm about to tell you how your mouth is dirty because some people don't even know how. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the first thing you want to do is invest in an electric toothbrush. Mm -hmm. I mean, because for some reason, guys get lazy. They can't even use a regular manual one. So they need something to do it for them. Oh, my God. That swish around the mouth real quick. I'm like, did you brush your teeth? So sad. It's like it's like a four-year-old can brush better than you. Anyways, invest in an electric toothbrush, and you should be brushing for a minimum of two minutes. What did I say? Two minutes. And most guys just jump in there, swish like you just said, and they wonder why I send them back to do a better job because I have actually sent guys back mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to do it. I mean, I have a quick story. Um, I saw a guy. This was in New York. Um, I saw him the day before, and then he wanted me to come like first thing in the morning before he left for the airport. Mm-hmm. So I came back to his hotel room and I let him know. I was like, look, you're going to have to brush your teeth because I'm not doing morning. He was like, okay. He was like, fine. So when I got there, we started making out. I'm like, did you brush your teeth? He was like, why is it bad? I was like, yes. So he ran and <laughs> went to go brush it. Again. I was like, use mouthwash too. Oh my God. That's <laughs> embarrassing too. I mean, because they're so excited, they forget that uh, I still have to taste you. And that's gross. Yes. Anyways, so um, I know you're excited, like I just said, but I am, I personally, I'm completely turned on so my breath. So we're actually going to put a, a, a video from Colgate. Yes, there's a link on how to <laughs> properly brush. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to we're going to post it in the show notes and it'll teach you exactly how to uh, uh, properly brush your teeth so you can relearn. Maybe you forgot. Maybe life just got busy. You know, so you can relearn to brush your teeth. Uh, I real quick, your story just reminded me of this um, uh, something that I saw on Twitter a long time ago. But long story short, there we were talking about like morning or something, morning breath or something. And there was mm-hmm. a guy on Twitter, and I will I cannot forget this because I just thinking about it, I get grossed out every single time I think about it. And he was, and I was like, oh my god, like do, like I need like when I wake up in the morning, I'm brushing my teeth. Like, don't roll over and try to make out with me in the morning, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I found a, uh, after a couple minutes of deep French kissing, um, it goes, the morning breath goes away. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. I literally, I, for who? I threw up in my mouth, dude, as I was reading, it, go- it goes away for who? <laughs> as I was reading this tweet, I threw up in my mouth and then I put the throw up emoji on there. And I was like, that is fucking disgusting and i was like if any guy oh. ever tried to shove his tongue down my throat but i mean even if he brushed his teeth i want to brush mine too 
Like, let's not do it. Let's just not do it. Just, just don't. Don't. Just. I, I know that it sounds like I know the movies. I know the fucking movies make it seem so <laughs> romantic when you when they wake up and they all look so perfect with like no eye boogers or anything. And they wake but up. That's the movie. They roll over and they just start kissing each other so passionately in the morning. Like, do you know that I know that this is a movie and still because the scene is set in the morning, I go, hmm, they didn't even brush your fucking teeth (laughs) i do it every time too funny okay so moving on floss and the next one floss every day the problem for most guys though is the hardware i'm willing to bet that if flossing wasn't such a pain in the ass you'd do it more often I don't think it's a pain in the ass, but go ahead. <laughs> try try <laughs> buying a cheap reusable floss holder on Amazon instead of using naked floss. You can get a pack of three for, for $10 and keep refilling them with, with the normal floss. If you don't floss, you miss the food buildup between your teeth, which turns in, turns to plaque, which causes extreme bad breath, and no one likes that. Also, no. also they um, definitely um, they, they sell like the little dental kits. I know dentists don't recommend them, but if you aren't flossing every day, you might want to do like a once a week, just a light scraping to make sure you don't have any backed up plaque. Like I know. Oh, so you think that if they don't floss, they're actually going to scrape. Come on. Do it before you go. Do it before you go on a date with me. Don't you don't have to do it. Just do it before a date with me. I literally told a client like this is a very good client of mine. Long term client. Like, I was like, look, I think you need to go get a cleaning because I noticed a lot of plaque on your teeth. And he loves to kiss. And guess what he did the next session? Because he saw me like the next week. He was clean as a whistle. He went to the dentist. Yes. If you're if you don't <laughs> go get your regular schedule. I mean, sometimes you might even need just a, like, a little touch up of, in between cleanings because cleanings are only mm-hmm. twice a year. Well. The only reason why you would need touch-ups is because you don't floss. Well, that too. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a floss may not get everything, but I'm just saying. Oh, please. Feel, if you floss every day or twice a day, you would not need feel, touch-ups. Listen, so. feel around with your tongue. Feel your teeth with your tongue. You can feel the plaque on your teeth. Mm. You literally can with your tongue. Mm. And then go hit those spots. Absolutely. Next, Please. next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm getting uh, so grossed out right now. By the way, I know. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and this one is so important. Brush your tongue. Yes. This is a this is a huge pet peeve of oh. mine. People that don't brush their tongues build up on your tongue. Not only looks disgusting, but it's the number one cause of bad breath. Mm-hmm. Giving your tongue a good scrub while you're brushing your teeth can nix this. But if you have a sensitive gag flex, you might want to try some of these uh, tips. One, make a fist with your left hand with your thumb inside it and hold it tightly. For many people, this suppresses the gag reflex. No one is sure why. Two, exhale through your mouth as you brush. And three, brush perpendicular to your tongue, side to side, right in the back and forth. But either way, Please brush your tongue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If all if all else fails, buy a tongue scraper from Amazon, ask your dentist, or use a piece of floss to scrape your tongue. I'm sure people who are listening to this are wondering why we didn't learn this as children, but sometimes adults can be worse than kids because they don't have anyone to answer to for their personal hygiene like you would to your parents. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to gargle with mouthwash for at least 60 seconds. It makes all the difference. So, please, yes, I actually had a, a, a guy... Um, 
also another long term. Uh, it was just actually a sugar daddy of mine. Uh, we went out for Mexican and we, you know, had a great time, went back to the room. He knows I'm a stickler for the whole brushing and everything. So I brush my teeth first. He brushes his and we get in the shower and we're making out. And I'm like, did you brush your tongue? Oh. He was like, he was like, huh? I was like, you don't brush your tongue. I can still taste your guacamole. And he was like, what? Okay, let me go brush my tongue. And as he's at the sink, he starts to look so confused. He was like, I've never brushed my tongue before. I was oh. like, oh. And he was, he's like over 50. Oh I'm God. like, oh, please. Oh my please God. brush your tongue all the time when you're with me because that is so disgusting. My stomach is literally churning. Yeah. Oh, oh and another so. thing, another thing with the tongue, guys, we all know Chantel is a vegan. I, uh, you guys can, you guys, she doesn't want to taste your, you meat. guys can eat whatever you <laughs> At want. At least not that meat. You, <laughs> you guys can eat whatever you want. Take me to a steakhouse. You have a steak and I will have all the side dishes on the menu. I don't care, but please, for the sake of me, brush your tongue and your mouth when you get back, because especially if you're eating like a rare steak, I literally do not want to taste the flavor of like a dead Ugh. animal and blood. Like, oh my God. You want to talk about a mood killer? I'm literally like, I'm like tasting dead animal right now. And it's <laughs> gross. And I'm just saying, I don't expect anybody Too to, funny. I don't expect anybody to, you know, to eat like I do. But please just know that I am a vegetarian vegan. Brush your tongue before you try please. to kiss me. Please don't do it. <laughs> please, honey child, please. Okay, so the next uh, so the next one, investigate for tonsil stones. Tonsil stones or tonsillolith are solidified deposits of food, bacteria, and other junk that collects in the nooks and crannies of your tonsils. As you can imagine, they smell pretty nasty. So if you have Gross. if you have chronic bad breath, you may want to scope out the back of your mouth and see if you can spot any of these boogers. <laughs> You can see some pictures of what you're looking uh, looking for by Googling the term tonsillolith. That's T-O-N-S-I-L-L-O-L-I-T-H. Uh, to, to remove them, try gargling with salt water or knocking them out with the, uh, with the toothpick or Q-tip. If all is fails, ask your doctor. You may be prescribed antibiotics or, in extreme cases, undergo surgery to remove your tonsil stones. I do not have tonsils. So I don't have that problem. Uh, I don't have that problem because literally when I'm brushing my tongue, I I'm basically gagging myself because I want. I mean, all I that shit I go I go way out. back, but you know, <laughs> yeah. but you know, also um, before we move on to the rest of the body, uh, the last thing I want to say about the mouth, um, guys, also watch your diet. A lot of people don't realize oh, that yeah. bad breath is caused from a bad diet as well. So if you're mm -hmm. a guy that just eats a lot of junk, a lot of processed food, like your like your bacteria and your gut starts to come out through your mouth and Ew. and that is actually where a lot of that the the sewer water smell comes from. Ugh. That's mostly from your gut. So if you guys like Ugh. you know, I I do um twice a year, I do the master cleanse and it is torture. I don't enjoy it because I love to eat. However, I feel like it's a really good way to reset my body, um, to reset my digestive system. You clean everything out and then that way you don't have to worry about like your 
sewer creeping up out of your your gut bacteria. So that's that. I'm, I'm okay. so over the mouth. Oh my god, I want to vomit right now. Oh. <laughs> well, you gotta hang in there because oh. we got way more to go. Okay, now moving on to the shower. It goes without saying that men and women need to shower every day. I personally shower at least two times a day, even more if I'm working out or if I'm running errands and I'm sweating in this Miami sun. Mm -hmm. You know, I even take baths for relaxation. Guys should actually take more baths because then they can soak all that stuff off their body because you're basically soaking your entire body and removing the dirt and smells that you can't always reach in the shower. Exactly. I can can reach them, but still. I'm very flexible. Think about it like when you soak a piece of red meat before cooking it and you take it out of the water and all that residue and blood and everything is on the bottom. Now think about that for your body and your Vivian, Vivian, I'm just going to stop you right there and let you know (laughs) that just like, what was it, maybe a week or two ago, I saw somewhere on social media, people were having this huge debate about rinsing your meat. And apparently a lot of people do not rinse their meat. So they may not understand that analogy. I'm just saying. A lot of people are gross. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to. Okay. I'm telling you right now that uh, when you you soak meat Mm -hmm. for a long time or like just like 30 minutes, 15 minutes in water, when you take the meat out of the water, at the bottom is all the residue, the blood and everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Think about... Think about that for your body. Your body is just like that. These guys are not (laughs) soaking their meat. They are taking the meat out of the package and throwing it straight on the grill. I'm just Well, either way, I said it to say that guys should take more baths. Even if you need to do it with your companion, your wife, take more baths. But I can't stress how stress enough how important it is for men to take proper showers. So let's start with your hair. If you have hair. Use your normal shampoo and conditioner, whatever you normally use, because guys are usually no muss, no fuss, and they have like luxurious hair. I know. And we I have to it. do all this damn Fucking work. Hate it. Fuckers. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> and then, you know, you move on to your face. Depending on if you shave, I suggest you shave right before jumping in the shower. Then wash your face with a face wash. Clinique makes a great three step uh, system, which includes your shaving cream, and it's under 60 bucks. I actually gave it to one of my sugar daddies. <laughs> for christmas oh it's nice so, yeah I, i'm a good gift giver yes I, I mean because i love receiving gifts i like to wow people too mm-hmm. I'm, like, no, I'm great well i just want to say any guy if you guys need someone to take a bath with you i am available to take baths. so am i yes. bathe with us there, there's this giant tub in dubai but uh, I, I digress go on oh can't wait to see it okay <laughs> And now onto your body. You should be using a washcloth or a sponge for washing the rest of your body. I do not Please. I do not understand people who can just wash your body with just their hand. Like it's not scrubbing everything. Uh your mm. your armpits should be thoroughly scrubbed. And also your feet, guys, please, your feet. I haven't had this issue um, in companion life, but in personal life, I have. Um, So I'm just going to say, guess what? Soaking your feet in half an inch of soapy runoff while standing in the shower does not count as washing your feet. Get in there with the washcloth and scrub your toes and the bottom of your feet. This will help uh, kick embarrassing foot fungus and other odorous and unsightly issues. Guys, seriously, I have had... In my personal life, a couple guys that I dated in the past, they would come over to my place, they would take their shoe off, and my entire living room would just smell of, like, 
funky feet. And I'm like, dude, what is going on with your feet? Oh, I don't know. I guess my shoes are just sweaty. Like, no. If if you put your feet up on my couch and, oh, my God, I'm like, why is your foot smelling? Like, it's all the way down there. Like, oh, no. you're six feet tall and I could smell your feet up by your head. Like, that, no, absolutely not. So, guys, if you have any sort of smelly pro- – I'm one of – I'm into all sorts of um, home remedies for everything – um, if you have any sort of foot fungus or any foot odor at this present time, what you need to do is one, throw all of your socks together, every single one of them, throw them all in the washer and put white vinegar in your wash along with the, you know, your normal washing liquids, but add some vinegar in there. It neutralizes odors. Then you're also going to take some apple cider vinegar, organic preferably, and you're going to bottle mix it with a little bit of water and it's going to stink at first but when it um when it when it clears out it's not going to have a smell spray that in the inside of your shoe if you can wash your shoe wash it first and then just you know kind of use the uh use a spritzer as like a deodorizer every you know maybe once a week or so and then last but not least there's no point in doing all this if your feet still sink themselves soak your feet in apple cider vinegar and pure apple cider vinegar for like 30 minutes. It will kill all sorts of everything. Just sit there and soak and then rinse your feet. You might want to do it like once a week until your odor gets under control. But I promise you, it will for surely get under control. Wow, that was definitely detailed. So yeah, no stinky feet, guys. We don't I, like that. No, it's just as bad as sewer water mouth. <laughs> I don't know. At least you don't have to kiss it. <laughs> I like I can't get into the mood if all I can smell are feet. At least you at least you don't have to to put it in your mouth. Could you imagine if a guy oh wanted God. you to put his feet in your mouth? I <laughs> talk about boundaries. I do not, I do not like feet. I do not like feet at uh, all. And then we arrive at the holy grail, the mecca of the human form, your private parts. <laughs> Guys, you should especially be using a washcloth covered in yes, soap. Yes, I mean, please. Doused in soap. Like, literally empty your soap can or, or your, your uh, shower gel onto this washcloth and wash your penis. Wash underneath your balls. Wash between your butt cheeks, which would be your asshole. Scrub mm-hmm. thoroughly. Like, scrub, scrub, scrub. We want it squeaky clean. I've heard of stories where guys were sitting on their sheets, and when they got up, they left streak marks, and he claimed he, he showered. But he literally, he literally just sat on the white sheets and got up, and there were streak marks. That's disgusting. Not only is this disgusting, it's also embarrassing for you, and not to mention a hassle for your companion who now has to wash your shit-stained sheets. Oh, so God, please, that's so gross. Pop a squat if you have to, because some guys can't reach down there. So squat like you're about to take a, you know what? And really, like, get in there. I'm always impressed by guys who are impeccably clean down there. But a special note to the guys who are uncircumcised. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, guys, you, uncircumcised men, please pull the skin back Mm -hmm. when you're washing your penis. I've seen so many shoddy wash jobs. They just get in there. They're just like. They just like spray water and no, no, no. And then I, of course, I go in there with them and I pull the skin back and I scrub thoroughly because it has, it has a distinct smell. It's fishy. 
it's it's not it's not a good smell. No, at all. So make sure you're pulling your your skin back mm-hmm. to to wash that area because it harbors a lot of uh, uh, germs and bacteria and it smells. It's and some guys don't even know it because I guess they're not sucking their I, own dicks. But well, <laughs> but like literally, I've heard girls say like a guy like unzipped their pants and like the odor oh, that just came and I'm like, oh my god, gross. that is disgusting. That's gross. So, and yeah. I just, I just real quick side note, I just want to say, you know how for some reason even soap has directions on it? You know how the soap and shampoo <laughs> and conditioner always says use a dime size amount? Don't fucking listen really? to it. Really? It does? Yeah, they all say I don't that. Even listen use to it, it like shampoo it. says that too. Use a dime size. I'm like, I have a lot of hair. There's no such thing as a dime size. But anyway, everything always says use a dime size. Do not listen to the directions. You fill your hand up and put it on a washcloth and a sponge, something. But rubbing, rubbing your balls areas and anything else with just your hand, like I or just the bar of soap. Guys, you need to get the dead skin off. The dead skin should be coming off in the shower, not on your towel when you're drying off. Like that's that's <laughs> too late. You need all that exfoliate people. Exfoliate, please. Please. I have okay. I have a great so, yes. homemade recipe for natural. Uh, oh Lord, I they know. can email you because we don't have time for I this. Know. Okay, so yeah, uncircumcised guys, please pull your skin back and wash thoroughly. But yeah, wash everywhere. And then the only complaint I've heard from guys about the ladies when it comes to smells is you know where the land down under, mm-hmm. and that's usually when they have BV, bacteria vaginosis. It's it's kind of like the sideways version of a yeast infection because it smells. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, ladies, I've I've heard too many guys complain to me about this. <laughs> Please make sure you're sticking your finger up there and smelling yourself. I mean, there's no way you can't smell that. Like, I don't understand. I don't how understand you, you have it and you don't smell it. You have like, to be able to smell it. Like, and it's a quick it's a quick cream. The same thing with a with a. Um, Yeast infection. Mm-hmm. I think they even have. I think they even have pills for that too. Just like with a yeast infection for BV. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But there, there are like side effects, like nausea and stuff like that. Oh God, that. this so one's awful. Lot, yeah. So a lot of them just give you the cream, but it's a quick fix. You don't need to go around smelling like, you know, dead fish all day. No, like, that's gross. Oh, it smells this. It smells the same exact way an uncircumcised penis that hasn't been washed smells. Oh, same God. smell. Same smell. So, ladies, make sure you're keeping that part, you know, together. Go to your gyno. Make sure. Check yourself. Yeah. All right. Like, All right. literally, Next. literally stick your finger in your vagina and smell it. Like, it's really not that serious. If you guys can no. if you guys can sit on uh, Snapchat and make clips all day and fingering yourself, then while you're, <laughs> while you're down you there. You should be smelling smell it. Smell it, too. It's very simple. Please. And then there's grooming. I know society has this warped view that a hairy man is sexy, but the less hair you have, the easier it is for you to clean your privates. So shave your armpits and balls, especially if you want some attention in that area. There's nothing worse than having pubic hair caught in a woman's throat to make her avoid your balls altogether. There are are professional (laughs) salons that will shave anywhere (laughs) on your body if you're having a hard time doing it yourself. I will say you don't have to shave. You don't even have to shave bald, but you can use like clippers and 
you know, make it trim. low, trim. Get like, if, nice you, if you have really long hair, then you definitely need to be grooming yes. yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I like, mean, I'm all for, like, I know there's, like, uh, some companions that are, you know, rocking the whole natural thing. And that is totally fine. Um, but if you want to visit me, at least trim, you know, please. make it neat. Please. Yeah, yeah. Please, darling, please make it neat. Now, once you're done cleaning up in the shower, turn it to cold and sit for like 30 seconds or so to cool off because the last thing you want is to get out of the shower and be all sweaty again. I use this trick myself, especially when I just finished working out and I have to run somewhere. And I know that I'm still like my metabolism is still going. My adrenaline is still going. I'll take a nice hot shower because everybody likes hot showers. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of my shower, I turn it to cold and, you know, cool myself down. So that way I can like get out and be nice and refreshed. So guys, you're the ones with the stronger odors. So definitely (laughs) do this. (laughs) And now we're out of the shower. Towel off and start getting sexy. Put on Yes, get sexy. And trim and foul your nails, gentlemen. I cannot tell you how many horror stories that I personally have and have heard from other ladies getting cut by oh, straggly no. nails from clients. Yes, it oh, is a big no. ouchie. Um, especially um, if they're rubbing on sensitive areas and their nails mm-hmm. are like long or they have like um, like sharp edges on their nails. Like I have, guys, I have piercings in places so sometimes mm-hmm. things get caught and it does not feel good at all. No, <laughs> don't do it to us. Don't do it. Okay. Now put on your face moisturizer and use lotion on your body. It doesn't have to be scented. There are many unscented lotions out there just for men. You know how you like how soft and supple our skin is? We don't mind it either. Metro is sexy. Yes. Metrosexual. Nice so, yeah. soft skin. Yes. Make, sh- make sure you are putting lotion on your body, especially if you're darker because it shows more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so black men, Indian men, anyone with a tan, use lotion. White men, you should still use lotion too because I can still tell when you're ashy. So. Oh, yeah. The Lo- knees and the elbows. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Definitely lotion up you know and because it helps your skin too it makes you look younger and more handsome don't you want to be younger and more handsome Mm -hmm. so definitely do that yes and now that you're fresh and clean it's time to put on clean underwear or go commando i'm always commando and and put on (laughs) clean clothes and nice shoes a little dab of cologne on your neck and maybe a little on your shirt is fine but please do not puts cologne on your penis or balls. Please don't. Do Please not. Don't. The, oh, my the, God. The, I, leave leave the ex body spray at home. I know. They do that thinking that it's good for the girls. Imagine Mm-mm. spraying cologne in your mouth. I always tell them that. You know And they're like, oh. You know, I have, like, the, yeah. I have the perfect analogy. <laughs> Remember, guys, whenever a woman dabs cologne or perfume on her neck and you go to kiss her neck and you get that mouthful of perfume, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> so don't do it. They don't care. They don't care. Well, <laughs> I try not to put perf- perfume on my neck for that reason. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, look at yourself in the mirror. You're handsome. Smile because your companion is going to be all over you and you will be emitting some serious pheromones. Enjoy each other and create wonderful memories together. 
Yes. Uh, I'm glad we did this episode because we got to take people from start to finish. Guys, now you know exactly how to be spit spot clean for your lady. I'm going to go ha- I'm going to have to take uh something to settle my stomach. <laughs> Isn't that serious? It's I just like flashbacks of like past dates that I've had with Oh um, no. Yeah, like I like I mean not even in this world but just like in my civvy life. I have I've had to decline of some generous men because of their hygiene. I'm like I cannot do the bad breath. Aww. I can't do it. I can't do it. So yeah, I'm gonna. So it's bringing back some flashbacks. I'm gonna go drink some uh, some <laughs> some ginger tea to settle my are stomach. Gonna, are, are, are you gonna also gargle with mouthwash? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, let's end on a positive notes any last words keep it fresh clean and as always sexy <laughs> don't stop till you get enough bye okay guys before you go please subscribe and leave us a five star rating on iTunes and like us on SoundCloud If you're able to leave us reviews or likes on any other listening platforms, please do so because this helps people find our show. And you can now download every single episode free of charge. That way you can listen to us even if you don't have an internet connection. We love getting your questions and suggestions, so please keep them coming. Our email is info at thesexyescortguide.com. Our number to text is 657-464-4675. You can also mention us on Twitter with the hashtag TSEGP. And you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at the sexy escort guide. Our Twitter is at the sexy escort GU. We record the show live from time to time, so make sure you're staying connected with us. You can join our mailing list so that you can be the first to hear of breaking news and exciting stories. Our website, of course, is the sexy escort guide.com. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We truly appreciate you. And also, please follow your host. This is Vivian. My Twitter is at exotic Vivian. My website is exotic Vivian.com. And my email is Vivian at exotic Vivian.com. I get a lot of spam, so please click on the link to verify your email when you get an automated response from my account. Thank you. And you can follow me, Chantel, on Twitter at Chantel underscore E12. That's E-T-O-I-L-E. My website is ChantelE12.com. And my email is Chantel at ChantelE12.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, stay ravishing and receptive.